Hello listeners, that noise you're hearing is the Sleigh Bells Christmas Sounds sound effect free sound clip from YouTube. And that means you're listening to the Sparrow Talk Presents Christmas Special. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah, I don't know. I imagine... Everyone, God bless us. Yeah, I imagine there'd be a crowd there, I don't know why. The Yoda version of that top. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So for this Christmas special... Uh, we're doing a Christmas special, but before I introduce it, Tom, would you like to say a Christmas hello? Hello, listeners. This is very exciting. We've we've changed uh, locale a bit. We're we're sitting in front of an open fire. It's lovely. We've got a sharing platter of Brussels sprouts. Not for me. I don't like them. No, no I, don't okay. like, I don't like sprouts either. Actually. I've got a sharing platter of Brussels sprouts. We've all got a, each a 75 centilitre bottle of supermarket own brand brandy. Yeah, I have my uh, sherry of the year. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, very festive. And um, sorry, that other voice you're hearing is Graham. It's Christmas! That's beautiful. That's, that's a log fire you're hearing now. There we go, that's a log fire. That wasn't actually my voice, that was the noise of... Noise the noise of, of... The voice of Noddy Holder. Noise of Body Holder. The voice of Christmas. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, so, now we've got that out of the way, uh, I can tell you... <laughs> <laughs> today we're talking about butterflies from 79. 79? And 78. And 80. Uh, other years too. Yeah. Hmm. But Graham, you can tell us more. Yes, I can. Uh, butterflies, I haven't, none of this is my own words, but uh, they'll do for us, is a British sitcom series written by Carla Lane, broadcast on BBC Two from 1978 to 1983. Uh, it stars Wendy Craig as a frustrated stay-at-home housewife named Rhea Parkinson, and Geoffrey Palmer, uh, beloved Geoffrey Palmer, as her reserved dentist husband, Ben, who is also an amateur, I'm going to try this word, lepidopterist. Either of you know this word before? Study of leopards. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's a dangerous Mm. job, uh, but someone's got to do it. No, it's not. Tom's being flippant. I told you about that. It's actually (laughs) about study of butterflies. That's why it's called Butterflies. I thought it was a sitcom based in a butterfly house. Mm. That's what the title sequence would have you believe. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. What's a butterfly? A house of butterflies? Yeah, that's where their butterflies live. Oh, you thought they were like Sylvanian families, so it's people. I don't know why they'd be happy. <laughs> no, I thought it was a sitcom about people who worked in the butterfly house, or maybe lived in it. I used to go, I grew up, grew up near Stratford-upon-Avon Butterfly Farm. Clang. Did you? Yeah. How does one grow a butterfly? Hmm. Um, they've got a thing called the Emerging Cage. Have they? With a load of pupae. 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 Hmm. And you, you can watch them emerge. I always thought the name was a bit misleading, because you don't... Don't really farm with butterflies. No, like, they're not livestock. <laughs> that was my bad joke, really. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. That was a good joke. It's a fine Thanks. joke. Thanks. Right, it's Christmas. You're kinder yeah. than usual. Uh, farm, farm salmon, don't you? But yeah, worth a visit. Uh, good. Sure. Let's get that plug in. Yeah. Um, what else can I say? This traditional sitcom dynamics feature in abundance. Rhea is an appalling cook. Ben is prone to draw bomb mops if you've got Palmer flaunt him. Nice, nice words. from uh, <laughs> some sort of uh, a BBC website. And the teenage boys, played by none other than Nick Lindhurst. Hey, mm. old Nick. Surely old Nick. Uh, Andrew Nick. Hall. Saint Nick, indeed. Um, old Nick's. Is that the devil? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I think we've done that before. Have we? Yeah. Got the two mixed up. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got that range, Lindhurst. He could play either. Mm. Uh, and Andrew Hall, argue and fight. Um, so Carla Lane wrote it. She also created Bread, 
and the Liver Birds. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, she was described as the television writer who dared to make women funny, with much of her work focusing on strong women characters, including frustrated housewives and working class matriarchs. So that's that. Uh, it regularly got in excess of 10 million views on BBC Two. So it's yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty popular. Yeah. I guess fewer channels and all the rest of it, but still, oh. it was a hit. Um, who wants to have a guess at Christmas number one that year? 79. Oh, 79. Uh, wizard. A bit late for Wizard. Old Wizard. <laughs> That's not a bat. Well, Boy prob- wizard. that probably is. A- <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give you a clue. It's not a Christmas song. Oh. Um, Very tired of New York. That's very much a Christmas song. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. It's 25 this year, which would mean it was... Yeah, 10 years out of date then, isn't it? Yeah, sure. How do you play that? Oh, there's some sort of documentary on it. Uh, yeah. I hate that song. Yeah, me too. I'm going to tell you, because... Um, yeah, go on. Pink Floyd, Another Brick in the Wall. Ah. Mm. Uh, also on BBC That Day. Very good song. It is a good song. Multicolour Swatch We don't shop. need no education. Don't we? That's how the oh, song goes. Oh, I've yeah. heard it. Uh, also on TV that day Multicolour Swap Shop presented by Noel Edmonds and the late Keith Cheggers Cheggwin pouring out my uh, supermarket brandy on the curb for my uh... we're outside now are we? (laughs) (laughs) and I'm disrobing in tribute to the man (laughs) (laughs) no I'm not although he did do that gone too far (laughs) (laughs) and also interestingly someone though this is um, really for our benefit Doctor Who, The Horns of Nymans was on that ah. day, which Tom and I were talking about the other day yeah. for the reasons I can't remember. You, you'd not heard of it. I hadn't heard of it. I, referen- I referenced it in conversation. Okay. And you said, what are you talking about? Okay. And I said, The Horns of Nymans. Oh, because we're talking about the God Complex, and actually these two conversations might not have been related, but mm. The Horns of Nymans gets referenced in the God Complex, right. in which the um, adversary is a minotaur. minotaur. Yeah. Little insight into the conversations Tom and I have off mic. Who's, who's, who's the doctor then? Tom Baker. Tom Baker. Uh, lastly, Paul Daniel's magic show was on. I didn't know he was going that long. Gosh. I know he's dead now. But... Mm. Yeah. We've outlived a lot of people. <laughs> Go us. Gleefully. Uh, Linda's number of zero, obviously. But mm. Interestingly, it's another comedy about adultery. Oh, of course, yes. So, that's very interesting. You, you. brought that up. Um, sorry, did you have any? No, no, see, I'm done. Because, like, this, so, I watched this Christmas this Christmas special, and I did no extracurricular research, unlike <laughs> Graham here. I put in the mileage. So, there's a lot. I, um, shall I just crack on with it? Shall I? Uh, yeah, keep... I'm just going to watch Graham uh, open his it's bubble bottle. It's too gummy now, the bubble top. Gummy? So, I have to, <laughs> I have to use Where's the clothing. Well, I don't know. It just sort of... Uh, my, my, mine gums up. I just, yeah, well, I mean, I struggle with it every morning. Every time I shut it at night before I go home, I... We're still talking about the warmth. <laughs> no, I won't close that. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, I worry about the following morning and whether I'll be able to open its um, hatch valve. <laughs> Definitely not talking about the water bottle. Okay. Can um, I just check we all watch the same episode? Because there are two Butterflies Christmas specials and Curious. Oh, God, I watched Christmas with the Parkinson season two, episode eight. Oh, I did. Well, you talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> Which one did you watch? Same one, yeah. Okay. I had a hunch and a hope that Keith watched a different one. Did you watch it this time, Keith? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it all um, on a tiny screen. Mm. I watched mine on a little screen as well. Oh. Just, oh. Yeah. Anyway. I watched mine from far away, so it was like I was watching it. 
So the episode opens with the head of the Parkinson family, Ben. Michael. No, sorry. Uh, moping about the house. Um, it, it's nearing Christmas and he's not happy about it. Um, and he goes to open the post and he gets a pop-up Christmas card that plays an irritating rendition of, I believe, Jingle Bells. Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Did. I did watch the same episode. Okay, yes. right. okay, okay. fantastic. Um, so he shuffles upstairs. Ben played by Jeffrey Palmer. Yeah. Put Parkinson. But anyway, just but, to but, set yeah. the scene. Yeah. But not before he has an encounter with the paperboy. Oh, yeah. Who calls him bandy legs, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Neither do I. Because it's, 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 I think his calves are exposed because he's in his dressing oh, yeah. gown. Oh, yeah. He's in through the letterbox, isn't he? Yeah. Perhaps. Um... So he, he shuffles upstairs um, and he stops by uh, his son Adam, Adam's room. Adam is played by uh, Nicholas Lindhurst. Um, and he's got this fantastic Johnny Ramone-esque haircut. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He, looks the, he looks the business, he really does. How would you describe it? It's like a sort of oversized bowl. Yeah, it's quite solid, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite yeah. solid. So did you say this was 79? This episode was 79? Yes. Wasn't going straight 78? Uh, I think it might have been. God, yes, he's, he grew a lot in that year, didn't he? Well, he's a tall lad, but he yeah. hasn't uh, put on any weight as he's skinny as a rake. So Ben and Rhea, Ben shuffles off to his bedroom and he um, gets in bed with his wife Rhea, Wendy Craig, uh, and they have this pretty good. I thought a pretty effective use of like uh, internal monologue voiceover. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. It was, no, me neither. That was a nice device. It was a nice device, yeah. Oh. Some sitcom should use that more often. Yeah. Um, he, but, sorry. Yeah, he, no, so he bought her some coffee in bed. He did. Didn't, she, didn't he, which is nice. Um, Still a lot of love there. Mm, no. it, well, it becomes apparent that Ben's a bit of a grouch, generally. It's not just seasonal. Like, he seems to be... Yeah. I mean, it's, surely it's exacerbated by being in the festive period, but I think he generally isn't that happy-go-lucky and he also doesn't seem to like his wife much I don't think well I always say if you've got Palmer flaunt him yeah yeah, yeah. get your Palmer out <laughs> it's all gummed up <laughs> uh, yeah there, there seems to be a yeah. bit of disquiet and dis- discomfort it was quite uncomfortable mm. Un- uncomfortable watch um, so Rhea in her head we learn that Rhea is quite anxious about Christmas um She's not looking forward to being tasked with cooking all the food. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, and yeah, I think these monologues are actually pretty well written. I yeah, he he worries that he's going to be manipulated by his wife. That's right, doesn't yeah. he? By means of being asked what he'd like for breakfast. Yeah, they always do that thing when there are monologues on TV where the audio is playing and they sort of nod along to their own thoughts, which no one in real life would ever do. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a really good point. Um, so anyway, uh, later on in that day, uh, Rhea goes out shopping, uh, and whenever she returns, uh, from the shops to her Mini Cooper with the Union Jack paint job. Nice, isn't it? No, that that was an ugly paint job. It was. Sorry, Union flag paint job, I should say, right? Union Jack at sea, is that right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Where did you learn that song? I know where I learned it. Doctor Doctor Who, Who, the Idiot's Lantern. Damn right. Yeah, QA. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so whenever she returns to her car, there's a note pinned to the windshield. Uh, the first note says, how are you? The second note says, hello. And then um, later on, she stops to post a letter and is confronted by a well-spoken man named Leonard. 
hiding behind a pillar box. Hiding behind a pillar box. Very sinister. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been stalking her, but she doesn't seem that perturbed. Mm. There's obviously previous. Yeah. So at this point I've written, I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) So you mentioned adultery. Yeah. So I I, I get the impression he's trying to court Rhea. Correct. Um... So, so they're both married because they reference right. Leonard's wife. Yeah, they talk at length about Leonard's wife. They say she's back, isn't she? She's back yeah. on the scene. And this weird analogy about a little red apple at the top of the tree. Oh, this idea of love. Oh, reaching yeah. for love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he gets quite angry about it, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He raises his voice, his the... fist. This the... was my favourite soliloquy, if you will. Uh, yeah, mm. I, I don't know. They they put some writing effort in. Mm. They did, yeah, but. Um... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think really he's pursuing it. her. I don't think, think she's totally averse to that, but no. I don't think they've consummated. I don't, actually, spoilers. I don't think they ever consummate their relationship. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, who is he? Is he a friend of the family? Is he? How I do they meet? So. That I don't know. Is um, he another leopardologist? <laughs> I don't think he is. Because that's, Cause that's not, not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. I, I think he's some sort of wealthy friend of the family who. Um, Hmm. Uh, who she gets to know more and more mm. separately and um, the relationship grows but he would like more than just a platonic thing mm. she's not so sure but obviously she has it's a, it's appealing to her because I think life at home is a bit stale it, yeah and I was going to say you pointed out he's obviously a very wealthy man because he has a chauffeur and a confidant named Thomas does he remind anyone else of uh, Arthur in the Dudley Moore film very wealthy man going around with a slightly put upon chauffeur. Yeah, yeah bit sort of, uh, well, I was head also, in the clouds. Yeah, I was also going to draw a parallel to the persuaders because yeah, persuaders. That, I'll take it. I'll take it. Because anyone um, of a certain so- social status in that show seemed to have a chauffeur slash bodyguard. Mm. Oh slash yeah, 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 of course. So it's uh, a nice little. Uh, who was the henchman? Um, Werner. Nice. Yeah. 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 Very good. Although an odd car to be chauffeured in a Ford Granada. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not a very elegant car, is <laughs> no, it? Surely a Jag. Ford. Yeah. I don't know, German cars probably weren't as popular then, but yeah. Does Leonard sit in the front as well? I don't know. So he runs alongside it. Oh, he does part, at one he? point, mm. yeah. Um, so yeah, back at the Parkinson household, um, Ben is trying to get some peace and quiet, but it's anything but a silent night. Oh, Partly because oh, it's in the middle of the day. You get this one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even write that down, I just came up with that off yeah. the cuff, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, he's trying to get some peace and quiet. He's trying to read his book, but they've got a housekeeper who's making a whole bunch of noise. The boys have bop it, I believe, or no? It's Simon Says. Is it Simon yeah. Says? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, too early for bop it. What is it, Simon Says? I'm not Simon familiar. Says, fantastic. I was very pleased that they didn't name it in the episode because it meant I could share my knowledge, show off my knowledge. Also, you know, they can do it on the beep, probably. Yeah, yeah, That's true. It's true. Uh, it was a kind of pattern memory test thing mm. so it would flash colours oh, on right. this device and play tones and then you'd have to replicate that yeah, yeah I'm with you okay. and then you would have to go how did you get a Simon Says so quickly did you know this was coming up okay right yeah yeah well, I could feel it I could, <laughs> I could feel Simon Says um okay, that's away great yeah. <laughs> take the batteries out of that Graham <laughs> Um, yeah so the boys blame what Simon says and that seems to irritate Ben Ben just seems pretty unpelleasant I like Ben I I quite like Ben really I think I'm quite similar to Ben 
Well, he appears to have nothing but contempt for. He's got kind of Eeyore hangdog expression, which I find a bit endearing. That's just Jeffrey Palmer. That's just Jeffrey Palmer. He's not like. Can, he's a bit cantankerous. He's not like angry or prone to. No, I guess not. Fits of aggression or anything. I, I instantly. Uh, I was going to say bonded with him. I mean, we've not, it's not a two way thing. Uh, I, I, I in. Found him endearing. Yeah, yeah I uh, in the kitchen when he turned on the radio and White Christmas came on, then he just switched it straight up again. Oh, I didn't like him, again. and I'm not a huge Christmas fan. Oh, come on, you're wearing a hat and a red jacket. <laughs> You've and... got me, yeah. I, I am, I am, listeners. I'm wearing a hat and a red jacket. You got your bells? Yeah, out. Sorry, <laughs> it's got more baldy this show, isn't it? <laughs> It's, it's just what comes easily. Uh, <laughs> um, Come see, on. I'm resisting. Come I'm on. resisting. It's Christmas. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Bit of, bit of, uh, bit blue, blue Christmas. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so the family sit down to lunch. Um, everything is brown. I observed at this point. They've got a brown tablecloth, brown placemats, and like beige plates. Oh, do you know? I made the same note, and I wondered if that's just the way things were in the seventies, or were they were deliberately trying to make out life as a bit dull and a bit bland oh, in their lives. Well, maybe brown was big in the seventies. It was, and it? beige too. Beige, well, well like beige Keith's car. My car is cream, you shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it. They did have a trim line phone though in their house, which was a design classic. Uh, yeah, it's very nice, so. which I think was brown and brown because GPA issue. They've quite a well appointed home, really, don't they? It's a fantastically large home quite and a large. housekeeper. Yeah, like you said yeah. yeah, very wealthy. Um, so Ria's having a hard time with the cheese and tomato pizza she's cooking for lunch. Um, Were you surprised by the presence of a pizza in this era? I was surprised pizza for lunch. Mm -hmm. I was also surprised she later says she was making some sprouts to have on the side. Is that just to show that she's a terrible cook, that she would put those two things together? Maybe, or maybe that's just a sign of the times where people didn't know what to do with pizza. Yeah, but also what I like is that they, they, they call it a cheese and tomato pizza. That reminds me of when... When I was young, hmm. and it was it was a cheese and tomato pizza. Now you know, obviously, it's a margarita. Yeah, or yeah, a, yeah, yeah. If it, you get like a taste the difference range, it's a buffalo. I'm a bit worried the show's turning into your reminiscence, <laughs> reminiscence of your childhood, Thomas. I like hearing about Tom's youth. Cheese and tomato. Um, fireside chat with Tom. I mean, literally. <laughs> well, my, my parents still refused to use uh, the actual names of the pizza. They would say it's a cheese and ham pizza. When else what it is? Is that a Lorraine? Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it was a Marks and Spencer's one. I don't know if they. Mm. I don't know what they call it. Right. No. no. I don't know. Anyway, nothing as exotic here. Just no. a, a cremated pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a bit of a breakdown. She does, bless her. Yeah. A, a boys are nice to her. A boys yeah. are after her. Well, also Ben's quite he's, nice. He is quite. Yeah. yeah. He sort of steps in. No, she's a bit stressed. Yeah. He does show affection now and again. Yeah. Maybe um, not as much as she'd like. No. So, um, Rhea arranges a clandestine meeting with Leonard in the park. Yeah. Well, sorry. To... He arranges yeah. it, doesn't he? And He's very agrees. much the driving force, yeah. Yeah, but not the driving... <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Just, uh... I'm really enjoying this. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> an unfortunate noise. No, we do it again. Let's not say what it is and let the listeners make their own mind up. No, it's not making a noise anymore. Uh, yeah, well, he calls it an opportune moment, doesn't he? Where yeah, she yeah. is, she is at the end of her tether. I think it's mm. fair to say. No, it's not doing it. Um, but so she agrees to it, and they go to the park. Um, oh, sorry. Did you want any? 
I do need to get some of that. Yeah. But um, not right now because I'm in the middle of a recording podcast. Okay. <laughs> That's not going to be off. Oh, yeah. Do you mind me being? <laughs> I've been finding uh, I've been getting quite dry hands in the cold days. Who? Uh, so who's who getting for sponsorship here? <laughs> Neutrogena. Uh, this is small, yellow, different. <laughs> <laughs> this Neutrogena. <laughs> It's the Norwegian. choice of a new generation. <laughs> it's a Norwegian formula. Uh, unscented. Um, derma, dermatologist tested. Apparently that's more or less meaningless. They test it on dermatologists? Yeah, they put it in their eyes. <laughs> um, okay, so they're in the park. Yeah. Um, and it, it would seem Rhea brought Leonard a gift and she sort of... No, other way around, I think. No, I think they both bought each other a gift. Because when yeah. Rhea's sitting there on a Todd, she gets something out of her bag and then she sort of puts it away. Uh, right, so okay. they both bought each other a gift. Yeah. Um, but they end up not giving, exchanging gifts. I think maybe that would seem like it's solidifying something. Yeah. I yeah. thought this scene was really good. Was good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, well the tension was conveyed really nicely. Um, they do offer each other gifts in, in the form of foliage 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 yeah a leaf yeah. and a rock a stone a rock. I think yeah a bad version of paper rock scissors mm. it transpires that Leonard was the one who sent the Parkinson's that um, pop up Christmas yeah. card because he evidently quite likes Christmas indeed he's wearing a little red hat isn't he yes sort Which, of um, pyjama hat what would you call those things it's like yeah like a wee willy winky <laughs> sort of um, since we're reminiscing about I thought, past. Put, I thought you put those away uh, <laughs> <laughs> When I, filthy. when I was at primary school, um, we had a dress like a Victorian day. Oh, nice. Uh, very small primary school. Mm. And um, all the other lads, obviously their parents had obviously thought fast and got their kids the, you know, the, the, the flat caps and the, yeah, the yeah. cardigans and the, mm. the chimney sweep face paint. Uh, my mum left it very late. And in the end, <laughs> I ended up going to school in uh, Victorian pyjamas, nice. including one of those wee, 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 wee hats. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's it's been the whole day. But you looked adorable. Yeah. Uh, 28 years old. But the hat matches his um, his burgundy Adidas track jacket with navy stripe quite well. I quite like that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was very tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that exchange ends and then it's Christmas morning and uh, Ben and Rhea are planning on having sex. What? Go out and say it. I mean, we've been beating around the bush long <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it, that um, was definitely. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah that, it definitely was implied. He, I thought it was explicit. Uh, I thought he said we were going to have sex in the wrapping paper. Well, it's making love. He probably said. Did he? I thought it, they just said it was going to be a romantic morning. She mm, said that, and, and then he, he escalated. Did he? Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> I must have just blanked it out. Anyway, they're about to. Uh, can come together? Yes. Wow. Tom's gesturing. You know, I can only... <laughs> um, and then the, the boys turn up, don't they? And uh, they've brought him breakfast in bed. Linda has nice. scrolled over his chest. Oh, my God. Merry fantastic. Xmas. Merry Xmas written on his chest. Yeah. Um, they sing a rendition of We Wish You Merry Christmas. And, and a spaced out New Year, I believe, is what they change the yeah, lyrics to. that's annoying, isn't it? Huh? That's a bit annoying. Though, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's only a brief... I, I assume there's more of it in the rest of the, the series, but there's... Um, there's Brief references to weird language, isn't there? Yeah, um, teenage, yeah, teenage slang. Mm. Maybe but, they're hippies. But it's too late for them to be hippies. Seventy-nine, radical, sort of punk beatnik types. Yeah, aren't they? yeah. It is, um, it is army more... fatigues. I didn't need yeah. them Do you think he used the same uh, jacket when he went into Fools and Horses? Because Rodney oh, yeah. used to wear mm, it. Looks similar. 
It does make you appreciate Lindhurst's range. He is good show. in this. And yeah. he's, he's so different in Fools and Horses, and he's yeah. so different at Goodness Sweet. Yeah. He spent a lot of time doing him down. Yeah, we, hey, maybe, maybe, we've got a, maybe that's, that's our Christmas gift yeah. to, to Nicholas Lindhurst. To Nicholas uh, Lindhurst uh, in the sky. An apology. Nicholas, yeah. if you can hear this, <laughs> he's, he's you're okay. I, this was Nicholas Lindhurst at my favourite. I, yeah, I mean, if we go into favourite character and favourite line... We cut it down, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think we can do that. Well, yeah. Let's do it. Favorite character: Adam Parkinson, aka Rodney. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Favorite line: Christmas brings out all the nonsense in people. That's Ben's line, is it? Uh, Rhea, Rhea's line. I believe. Yeah. Graham. I, do you know what? I had quite a few last, uh, lines in this, which I haven't chucked in. Um, here, I'm going to read a few. It's a cheese and tomato pizza. I'm just telling you that in case you don't recognise it. That's quite funny. Um, the cleaner saying when he was listening to that chanting. She said, I've switched the moaning fellows off when, I, when I'm working. <laughs> um, my favourite line is um, when uh, Ben is suspicious of Rhea's uh, advances when he says, every day millions of men miss their train because of this sort of thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Was that your favourite? Yeah. Oh. I did still if you didn't. Favourite character? Uh, I've put Ben. Have you? Yeah. I do like a bit of power. Mm. Also Ben. Oh, uh, same yeah. line. Every day millions of men miss their train because of this sort of thing. Is of course referring to being seduced by their wives mm. in the morning. Assuming she wasn't really. I mean, she's just stretching, wasn't she? But she was being quite. Didn't she <laughs> say it was sensual? She did stretching? say it was sensual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That she did, didn't she? She said it was like being born. Yeah. She also said that. Yeah. Which yeah. is quite yeah. different. Yeah. It made no sense. Um. So yeah. Butterflies Christmas special. Rate ratings? Uh, well, oh, uh, well, I just thought to get the thing up. Uh, uh, do, do, what did you think generally? Well, Keith. Oh, I, I can scramble around. Scramble around. Yeah. I didn't like love it, but I actually didn't mind it. And I think talking through it now, it, is, it was better than I remember it being. Okay. Um, I would give it a. Sorry, I'm trying to find a thing. Yeah, me so too. Um, I'll talk for a bit. I quite liked it. I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Mm. Um, I thought it was a bit quirky. The voiceover thing's a bit odd, but I quite enjoyed it. Uh, well acted. Um, I like how it was basically about a family who just kind of get on. Yeah. Um, and the jokes were quite good. They were. They weren't kind of shoehorned in, or I don't know. They felt quite natural. I thought it was a well-written, well-performed piece of work. Yeah, I quite, I quite enjoyed it. I don't know if I would watch it independently of, mm. of this podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I, I felt the writing was actually quite good. Uh, Have you found it, Keith? Or? Yep. Oh, cool. Had either of you seen an episode of Butterflies before? Years and years had? ago. Okay. Nope. I have heard the theme song before, though. Which, of course, was a Ronnie Hazelhurst Ronnie Hazelhurst. Classic. Yeah. Is it Paul Merton who's a big fan of Ronnie Hazelhurst? So he, he Matt has... Berry is a big fan. Uh, Matt Berry often talks about him. What other classics is uh, Ronnie Hazelhurst? Um, he did. Now we have spoken about yeah, this on the podcast before, but I think it ended up on the cutting room floor. As did it? Were. Yeah. But uh, Ronnie Hazelhurst um, composed uh, the theme tune to "Are You Being Served?" Yes. And hit the budget uh, was so tight that he couldn't afford any percussion. Oh. So he used the sound of the cash register. Oh, like in Pink Floyd. Like in Pink Floyd. Mm. Like in Money, yeah. Um, but he did that pre-Pink Floyd. Oh, so they stole it from him. So he could have been Christmas number one. Bloody yeah. Floyd. Actually, I, I think that's right. Okay. When you were talking about him, I, I was imagining um, 
Lee Hazelwood who did some Velvet Morning. I'm thinking this is a bit of a <laughs> Lee Hazelwood, wasn't it? What is, this a, is a, 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 a connection insofar as he did the incidental music for the Liver Birds? And Fools and Horses, I believe. I think he did, he? did think a he theme did. tune for Horses. Right, the theme tune thing's the theme tune. Did he? I... Some furious internet checking going on here. Well, he didn't do... He might have done the theme tune, yeah. But it was obviously sung by... Uh... John Sullivan? John Sullivan. Yeah, mm. that's not, right. Not Rodney. As we both... Yeah, actually, I thought it. Yeah, I thought we both used to yeah. think that, didn't thought... we? Um... He did Sorry as well, I remember that. I thought that was Justin Bieber. <laughs> Actually, I don't know that song. Okay. Always still on you. All the listeners will enjoy it. Um, so, rating. So, okay, uh, just to remind you both that you gave Harbour Lights 10, Tom, which is a sparrow. A sparrow. Uh, Generous, if you ask me. Oh, Graham, you gave it an 8, yep. which is a cat a pole. Yep. I gave it a 7, which is King Pankwan. <laughs> Fantastic. King Pangwan. Uh, so, Tom, what number? Can I see the thing? Well, I'll, come, I'll come over. Yeah, come out. Oh, let's have a look. Oh, you're very close. <laughs> um, I will give it a... Yep. It's an albatross, I think. Albatross, yeah. five. Yeah, it's sort of... I'm going to give it more than you, because I always do. You always do? You're yeah. more generous than I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah, both in scoring and in the bedroom. Pass. I can only I can only talk from personal experience. The weirdest yet. Well, I saw an opportunity and I took it. Um, right. Okay. Let's move on. I'm going to give it. What did you give it? Some five. Um, doing yes. it for the sake of doing it now. Um, three two. No, I'd give it a flingo. Four. Yeah. Four. Fantastic. Okay. Um, should be a Robin, shouldn't it? The Christmas, most Christmassy of all oh, the yeah. yeah, but that would we can't be just serve. give them out. No, that's true. Ruins it. It's already confusing enough, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll also go for Flamingo. Um, I liked it more than you, Tom. Well, one of the reasons I picked Flamingo is because it's in the middle, and I couldn't remember which way it's good. <laughs> <laughs> one is good. Everyone knows. Everyone at home is going to be shouting. One is good, Tom and Moa. The biggest bird. Yeah. But ten, sparrow is the worst. The worst. The okay. smallest bird. Is a sparrow smaller than a robin? I, I think it might be. Oh, so yeah. if we attribute so. bird size to your enjoyment of the programme, maybe that's a good oh. way of looking at it. So the yeah. bigger the bird, the yeah. more you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we've all been, always been doing. That's been consistent. Great. Um, before we go... Yes. Right, I just a couple of deviations which I think you both might enjoy. Mm. Um, this is left over from Harbour Lights when I was researching furiously the Linda's number. Mm. And I stumbled across something which is, is now very um, apposite. I'm going to click a link and see what this means to you. Please work. Actually, you know what? It's better if you watch it. What I'm showing users is a W.H. Smith advert from the 90s. Oh, I remember these! Yeah. In which Linda's played a family. all the roles. In this one, he's... Uh, there's Russell, Russell Tovey playing Jesus a, um, a shop assistant at W.H. Smith. Linda's is dressed as a middle-aged woman with a bob haircut and a sort of violet uh, scarf. Not Judy Dench. The joke is that she's having a weeder, but she's not. She's spending a penny on an item. 
Who's voice? Who's voice is that? Is it Hugh Laurie? Maybe. They did a thing with, um, there's a, you could get like a rucksack for a pound or something. Smiths, W.S. Yeah, Smiths, did I, I had one. And it was, um, I remember the advert was uh, Rodney as a, I think one of the members of the family was like a young boy. Yeah. Maybe with like a little baseball cap and short trousers. say that, do you want to watch that one? So quickly. <laughs> oh, he's very Here he is, Linda. As Tom described, the oh. back to front baseball cap, getting those very... I had the blue one. That's the toffee. Lindus has just handed a pound to the shopkeeper. Oh, no, it's a toffee. I remember this really well. I don't remember this at all. That's Lindus as a teenage girl. This is a bit like that scene in Back to the Future Part 2 where Michael yeah. J. Fox is playing all the, <laughs> <laughs> all the, all the people. Oh, uh, I mean, professor. There are plenty on there, so in your own time, have a look through. Both you two and that's great. Thanks for that, Graham. Sorry. Yeah, I have that blue bag. There you go. Oh, did you say it's isn't it? Yeah. Well, just look at the advert, and there's a bit of a miscommunication. Okay. I gave him a toffee. You gave him a toffee. Yeah. yeah. Often happens. Uh, I have a bit of breaking news, uh, which I mentioned to Tom pre-show, uh, which is "Good Night, Sweetheart," the musical will launch next year. Is that right? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Off yeah. the back of the success of this podcast. Yeah, that's 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 right. They've seen we the can only assume. Yeah, wow. lots of people have been searching for it on Google. It's now in the 2017 Google zeitgeist. It's good night, sweetheart. <laughs> so yeah, stage show next year. It hasn't been cast yet, but it's unlikely Nick Lindhurst will return mm. for that role. Sadly, I also, don't know that he's a triple threat in the same way that Michael French is or uh, Brucey. That's true. Or like Brucey, uh, but they are also shopping around a new series of Goodnight Sweetheart. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the BBC turned it down. Oh. oh, yeah, there was that article, wasn't there, about... There was a nothing article. Man, Marks and Graham were looking to write another series, but nobody had bought it. It made quite a big splash in the mail or something. Really? Yeah. Right. Obviously, Herring, Richard Herring, should have his come out soon, which is yeah. similar in many ways to Goodnight Sweetheart. Yeah. Forget the name. Timeless? Possibly. No, that was something else. Time Cop. Yeah. Time Cop, that's it. Um, well, apparently they, they never thought that the one-off would be a one-off. Mm. Um, they thought they'd be getting a whole series. Oh, is that uh, right? Jokes on them, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I was just pleased as a joke. Um, but I thought in our quest to get sponsorship from Bobble, we could have a little think about some uh, slogans oh, yeah? for Bobble. Um. Even. I mean, obviously, I've had a chance to think about these beforehand, okay. so it's entirely unfair. <laughs> um, but I thought one of them could be, Bobble, your thirst comes first. That's good. Yeah. How about Bobble, mm. filter the brim of Ooh. nice water. That's very good. That yeah. good. just thought of that. Just that, well, we haven't oh. talked about it before. Come on, <laughs> um, uh, Bobble. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to say. Don't get gummed up. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, they're all strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a cigarette paper between them. Yeah. Um, there's a quiz. Oh, fantastic! Oh, no. Christmas tree. I, I, have, I would have liked more time to finesse this, but we'll give it a go. See how we get on. Oh, hang on, Graham. Um, sorry, I pulled this cracker earlier, and there's a joke in it. Do you want to read this out? Oh, the Christmas cracker joke. Yeah, sure, I'll read it out. Um, which game show host had the catchphrase, aren't they going to do well? 
I don't know. Which game show host did have the catchphrase, aren't they going to do well? Oh. Bruce Foresight. Hmm? That's, that's, a, that's a really good cracker, Thanks. isn't it? I just wrote it. I mean, yeah, no, it was in there. <laughs> just put this cracker in the bin. <laughs> put my hat on. Very nice. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, for the it's opportunity. A bit, a bit tight joke. Well. Uh, <laughs> about, yeah. <laughs> the quiz. The quiz. Yeah. Um, Outstanding. Right. In this quiz, I am going to uh, give the synopsis of a Christmas episode of a well-loved television show. I'm going to leave out the characters' names, and you're going to guess what the what the show is. Does that make sense? You're going to have to run that past yeah, me okay, again. Okay. So, <laughs> if, if, if the answer was butterflies, the question would be, or the synopsis would be, um, blank. Uh, Let's know, uh, <laughs> makes known her distaste for Christmas, has a run-in with a uh, male suitor. And, actually, what does happen in this episode? <laughs> Simon Says. Simon Says. Yeah, and they play Simon Says. Yeah. But I wouldn't say the characters' names. Okay. You'd have to guess the, okay. the show. The show. Right. Ooh, I, this, I, this, I think I'm describing it badly, but I think it's going to be okay. Okay, right. go for it. So, so what are we put, I'm filling in the blanks. No, you're just telling me the name, name of the, the show. show. Okay. okay. Question. I'm sorry, just to check. This is. <laughs> yep, go on. This, uh, this is like a one off. This doesn't affect the, uh, the scores we've already accrued. You preserve your, <laughs> yeah, your uh, winning elevator status. Yeah. No, this can just be just for fun. Christmas fun. special. Okay. Bit of fun. Bit of fun, okay. Okay, you ready? You know, Google Docs up? Yeah. I'm joking. I've got, I've got everything I need. No more jokes. Um, blank, blank, and six other blanks. Take a wrong turn while Christmas shopping and end up lost in the lingerie section of a huge department store. Easy. Yeah. What? How have you got that? <laughs> but it's just... Six blanks. It's Christmas. That's why. I mean, like... yeah, blanks. It's not. That's not. It's not a program about blankety blank or anything. Mm. You don't put in the blanks either. I think they're Six the character names. Six blanks get lost. Yeah. So they're the character names or, or something else, which it would be too easy. Mm. Six. Gonna have to hurry. Dwarves. Well, you don't have to fill in the blanks. <laughs> no, explained it well. What is the show? <laughs> don't fill in the blanks. Yeah, I know. This is my. Okay. I don't know. I don't the know. show's called Dwarves. Okay, Keith, what have you got? Yeah, Father Ted. So it actually oh, is Father Ted, Father Dougal, and six other priests take a wrong turn while Christmas shopping and end up lost in the lingerie section of a department store. I think I do remember that. Yeah. No, you didn't five minutes ago. <laughs> Father Ted. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Congratulations. Uh, number two, um, set three years on from the antics of the second series, the two-part special sees Blank struggling to cope with life after minor fame as he revisits his old stomping ground. So, Tom's got it. Ah, now so Keith's struggling. Say, say, say it again. Set three years on from the antics of the second series. Did you get it at that point, Tom? Yeah. Bloody hell. The two-part special sees Blank struggling to cope with life after minor fame as he revisits his old stomping ground. Mm. You can just say it because Tom's got it. No, right. I, I don't know. Uh, you can just say it. I, I definitely get it. Just say it. Um, just say it. No, I don't know. The Office. David Brent struggling to cope with life after minor fame as he revisits his old stomping ground. Mm. All right. Fine. Fine. Sour mood, no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, a potty-mouthed cross-dressing chef, a giant exploding Christmas cracker, and simply reads Mick Hucknall. 
These are the unlikely but perfect ingredients for one of the most hilarious festive specials of the 90s. I don't need to continue about no. typing. Go, uh, go on. Know me knowing you without partridge. Knowing me knowing you. Yeah. Oh, is that, isn't it? Rats. Um, no. I'm going to give it you, but yeah. yeah. I think, it's I think that's fair. It's Christmas. I was going to give you a half a point, but there's no point, isn't there? I was just about partridge. There's wrong. no half point. That's good. I'll give you a half point for that. Well, what, what did you do? There's no half. I made a pun about points and being no point. So there's no half point. Got, you know, got to be in it. So we're not. Keep, keep listening. Okay. Uh, question <laughs> four. Uh, blank celebrates Blank's first birthday, get increasingly irritated by Blank's braggadocio parents, and welcome the turn of the century couch potatoes ultimate gift. Sky TV. Tom's got it. Tom's so nailed it. it. Give me the clue again. The Blanks celebrate Blanks' first birthday. Third get, birthday. It's quite difficult with all the Blanks. Yeah. <laughs> you lost the half point now. Get increasingly irritated by Blanks' braggadocio parents and welcome to turn of the century couch potatoes ultimate gift. Sky TV. Mm. There's a lot in there. Clues are plenty. I don't, I don't really know. But I'm going to go. I'm going to guess this. Yeah, you got it, you guessed it. Royal family, Tom got it too. Ooh. I'm not keeping count because... Baby David is one of the blanks. Really good, yeah. And the royal family was one of the blanks. The time that's, up. That's just my cele- uh, celebratory noise. Okay, good. Does that get confusing out of Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> What's the score, Keith? You're always good at keeping up with these things. Uh, it is uh, three... <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> one nil. It's three all, isn't it? Two all, I think. Two all? Yeah, fine. Yeah, because yeah, I got Father Ted... Yeah, we both got Naomi. Now you, you got the office. The office. Oh, no, it is three all. Three all. Yeah. Oh, good. So this is the decider. Oh, okay. Jesus. No, no, it wasn't a sitcom. <laughs> okay. News. Also known as the episode that gave us Festivus, which forever changed how we spend December twenty third. Oh no 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 no. Tom's got it right. Keith's got it right. Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. well done. I don't have a tie break. Sorry. Oh. Well, it's Christmas. It's it's Christmas. Christmas. We're, we're, we're all winners. We're all winners. We're all winners. Um, Some more than others. Sprout? I don't know. No, we already know. Oh, yeah, sorry. You don't like sprouts. You don't mind if I... Uh... No, tuck in. You tuck in. Have you wrapped them in bacon? Mm, oh, I wouldn't mind a bit of that. Yeah. Right. It's got, your, got a mouthful with an imaginary sprout. I... <laughs> a real sprout. I don't eat bacon. Oh. Well, apologies. <laughs> Ooh, quite just, good, I'm gonna have another. Yeah, just a joke. Yeah, chewing. He's good at yeah, He's really very good at chewing, isn't he? It's almost as if there's <laughs> something there. It's gone down. <laughs> Glam. <laughs> it's like the archer, isn't it? <laughs> Come here. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> right. Um, Great. That's it. That's it. A a Christmas draw Mm. uh, to end on, which is very nice. Uh, I I don't think I had any more notes about the show. We covered everything. Mm. Um, Yeah, I've written very ugly mini. Just wanted to make sure Mm -hmm. that's out there. Wasn't the standard Union flag design. I didn't mind it. It was a bit asymmetrical, wasn't it? I mean, it is sort of asymmetrical. Horrendous. Um, Okay. Well, thank you very much, everyone. Stomach rumbling. Sorry. Was it? Yeah. Oh, oh pardon. <laughs> sprouts to go right through me. <laughs> smell. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the smell of the sprouts, not 
<laughs> You've not created a scale here. Uh, Have some more brandy, Keith. Thank you very much. Uh, I thought I poured it all out onto the curb. Uh, yeah, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this Christmas special of Sparrow Talk Presents Butterfly's Christmas Special. Um, do you want to say goodbye, Tom? Um, Merry Christmas, everyone, and a Happy New Year. Are you ready for me now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah go on, Graham. Um, well, you've sort of done it, haven't you? Yeah, goodbye. Um, see you next time. Probably, okay. yeah. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to discuss that. Oh, it's back. Uh, yeah, you know, play out to the sleigh bells. Real sleigh bells. Mm-hmm. 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 With our real sprouts and real brandy and real log fire. Imagination Christmas. Imagination Christmas. I got a pogo stick. (laughs) I got diabetes. (laughs) Good night. (laughs)